Warning, the following podcast contains explicit language and subjects, is recorded by adults, and is intended for adults. The opinions of those on this podcast are their own opinions and are not reflective of our family, friends, and or employers. If you're easily offended by explicit language and discussions, then stop listening now. Welcome to another episode of the Meat Shield Misfits Not Safe for Work Banter Episode Podcast. Once again, we are taking the show on the road and broadcasting from uh, Dave's house. And this time we've got uh, me and Lee and Justin back as usual. Kevin's still MIA. Um, But we've got Dave who is joining us again as we're at his house. And then JD is uh, once again joined us as a uh, special co-host on this one. In this particular episode, we uh, get together and we start talking about the jobs that we've had, um, jobs we're currently doing, jobs that we wanted to do when we were kids. Um, as always, we want to thank you for taking the time to uh, listen to our show, and we hope you enjoy. Mine's the embarrassing one. I'm going to have trouble with that one. The only thing I can think of is one thing, but it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome back to another episode of the uh, Me Shield Misfits uh, Not Safe for Work Banner Edition. Once again, we are coming from Dave's house this time. Um, we uh, took the show the show on a road trip, if you will. And once again, uh, we're we're uh, missing Kevin. It seems like we're always missing Kevin when we do these things. Most of the time, you know, we we got him together. The last time we all all the Meat Shields were here was the Christmas episode, and other than that, he's never here. But it is what it is. I mean, he he he's he's sick and. You know, we we don't want to, you know, if it's the COVID thing, which I don't think it is, because he just said he was throwing up. I'm sure he was drinking last night, but who knows? But uh, I'm joined again with uh, with the regulars. The uh, Justin is here with us tonight. Hello. And Lee. Hello. And once again, joining us on this episode, we got uh, the host of the the place is Dave. What's up? And then JD is also joining us, and again this time. How you doing? All right. So um, fair warning: I've started ingesting alcohol. Same. Uh, same. Good. Okay, so, so that may make some yours, of your... Yours is blue. It's a Jedi what? mind trick. May I? Yeah. yeah, I'll have to try that. I won't be trying it because I'm driving. Oh, you could take a sip. It won't kill you. Well, with all the drugs That's that are in bad. me, <laughs> I don't want to interact. Not bad. So in our last episodes, uh, we uh, we continued on video games. Yes. Why? Because that's what we do. But uh, we got a we got a couple <laughs> different lists of uh, questions that I put together to ask these guys. And uh, um, our first one that we're going to jump in tonight is his jobs, what we what we do and what what we wanted to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we're gonna we're gonna go counterclockwise around the table, and I'm gonna ask the questions. We're gonna start with uh, with Dave, aka Chunky Salsa. He will always be known as Chunky Salsa, always. <laughs> It's his old gamer tag, and he lost it, but he'll always be Chucky Salsa. Well, it's my Activision tag. Well, there you go. So, All right, so the very first question on our list this evening is in, in the category of jobs. What did you want to do when you grew up? So when you were a kid, what did you want to do when you grew up? I wanted to be a radio DJ. Okay. Well, this is perfect. <laughs> I wanted to be a radio actress. <laughs> this, that's perfect for you, too. <laughs> Like growing up, listening to the radio, driving my parents, I would wait to hear the person talk about Casey what songs Kasem. were coming up. Kind of an inspiration for me, Casey Kasem, because he had that smooth, calming voice that would like if my parents this were is yelling Casey at me. Kasem. 
if my parents yelled at me on a on a Saturday morning before that countdown thing he did mm-hmm. every week, just listening to him calm me down. There you go. Interesting. And the great part is I did it in college. There you go. But I just never went career wise with it. There you go. Lee, what did you want to do? Honestly, really didn't know. Uh, about all I could think of is I kind of wanted to be a pilot. But very young, I my eyes were crap. <laughs> and I had to have glasses and immediately drop that by like 11. Yeah. It was, you know, big thing with being you know, flying things. You need, want to be able need, to see. Need yeah. good vision, which I did not have. See, I knew Lee when he first got it. He had the glasses. He actually the one who... Who inspired me to get the LASIK eventually? So if you picture him with glasses, it, 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 yeah, it, right, it, yeah, it looked weird for a while after he first not, not yeah. having them. So. Well, I, I had glasses for about thirty years, yeah. and then when I started working with you, I had those big hipster glasses, the big plastic <laughs> frames. Not for the not for the look, because prior I worked, I was a mechanic, and I would bump my face a lot and if i had regular oh, wire yeah. rim ones they would get all bent mm-hmm. so i went with the thick plastic because yeah. they could take a bump and if they cracked super Easy glue replace. yeah you just super glue them back together and order a new pair <laughs> yeah it, it, it was weird seeing her the first time after he came in half in the lasix like hey it doesn't look right without glasses but that <laughs> it was like the same way when you guys saw me after that glass like he just doesn't look right without having glasses so well, you, you, well my id badge still had <laughs> my, my glasses on it they never updated it <laughs> And I had short hair. Yeah, that's funny. Because <laughs> I had long hair for a long so time. So you wanted too. to be a pilot. That's cool. So you got a DJ, we got a pilot. You, Alstrom. I was going to be an astronomer. Okay. You didn't want to go to school no, that sorry. long. No, astronaut. You didn't want to go to school that long, no, did you? No, actually, I wanted to be an astronomer. I didn't really want to be an astronaut, per se. I wanted to be an astronomer. So. But you didn't want to go to school that long. No, I, well, for whatever weird reason, I guess in my brain, probably an, an astronomer and an astronaut could be. Astronomer or astrophysicist? No, astronomer. Okay. And, and an astronaut. Like, I kind of wanted to do, like, both. Like, you know. Yeah. You would be yeah, the I, astronaut I, I, yeah. astronomer. That Out would there be your. Big old, like, old school, like, you know, brass, you know. He's got his own telescope, chair on the Hubble you know. Space Telescope. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, you uh, wanted to be Galileo. <laughs> out in a space suit. Yes, exactly. Like, hold on, let me pull out my sextant. So, um, but I got this weird agoraphobia, like I just that that kind of fear of open spaces, especially the sensation of deep space. Mm. When I realized that, I was like, "Well, I'm never going anywhere." <laughs> right. I could have easily continued being <clears throat> going down the astronaut path, but or astro, uh, sorry, astronomer path. But for whatever reason, just kind of died out. It could have been video games. Yeah. It could have been the reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JD, what did you want to do when you grew up? Um. Probably let's see. My first, I guess, first real thought was I wanted to be a paleontologist. I loved dinosaurs growing up when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, learned about that profession. Uh, but this was also around the time of uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. so, somehow I got it in my brain that uh, that's what a, that, that's what they did. Yeah, yeah paleontologist Nazis was, was instead. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, you know, instead of getting some golden idol from a from a temple and and all of that, it would be a, a dinosaur skull you from inside of Nazis a, to keep uh, it inside of a, of a temple that I was, you know, having a boulder chasing me while I'm carrying this tyrannosaurus so, top or tyrannosaurus rex, you know, skull, you know, out of me, and then kind awesome. of found out what 
paleontology really was and was like, oh, I sit in a desert for six months with a little toothbrush and <laughs> scrape off the sand off of a bone. <clears throat> no, I'm not a... I'm like the jobs that were tedious. So. <laughs> I was like, nope, that's not for me. And I, then I went to uh, wanting to become a um, car designer, mechanical engineer. Um, went into drafting and, and started doing that as the beginning and but like you just said and I mentioned the previous ones I think video games hit me (laughs) (laughs) that and that's the reason why I want to start with this particular grades did jobs one first to you know to to see where your direction we're we're gonna go from from playing video games so for me when I grew up or when I was a kid wanted to grow up I wanted to actually be a cop or a CPA because my grandfather was was actually an accountant for the uh the church that is primarily here in, in the horrible state of Utah. And so and I think that's probably another reason why I'm somewhat good at math. But yeah, I, want, I wanted to be a cop and then not so much. So but that's, that's, what I, that's the, the career path that I wanted to go. That's, that's actually what I went to college for was to be a cop. Really? And then, yeah, didn't want to do that yeah. once I graduated. <laughs> All right. So, so I guess I got closer than anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So question number two is, were you still living at home and in high school when you got your first job? And if so, actually, what, what, let me add into it. So part three would be, what is your first job during that time frame? So we'll combine two questions with one. Okay. Yes. And I worked at McDonald's all through high school. Uh, yes. Uh, was. I was 16 junior year and I was a bagger at a grocery store, uh, Albertsons. I don't think they're around anymore, but well, they're uh, what a fresh now is what, uh, they, what they're they part are. of associated foods. Yeah. So there's they all depending got... on what state you're in. Albertsons yeah. is still around, yeah. but here in Utah, they switch off semi trucks on the freeway. Yeah. Oh, did you? Like three or four days ago. <laughs> I was like, Hey, it's an Albertsons truck. Yeah. There was, there was one on like 21st and 21st for a long yeah. time, but a lot of them changed to Macy's and Macy's Smith's and Ace fresh and, and stuff like whatever. that. But depending on what state you're in, you know, Albertsons mm-hmm. is still around. Yeah. So you, you, sir. Uh, my first job was uh, for low in for low income families, and my first job was at fourteen working for something called JTPA, and it was basically like a state run program where they would take you during the summer and you would go do work at all of the state run facilities. So we would be mowing lawns at like group homes. We would be you know taking care of horse trails or walking trails up on North Fork. And mm-hmm. was this I a job that. or community service? It was <laughs> probably community service, but they made they paid us for it, you know. But we actually made minimum wage at that time and we'd go to a place, they'd pick us up in a bus, we'd go to you know bring our lunches with us and my mom made me go do that when I would get in trouble. <laughs> right? But yeah, thir- I was 14 and 15, and then 16 just got the, oh, just whatever random job. I think I went to go be a dishwasher at, wasn't Golden Corral. Oh, my Ponderosa. gosh. Ponderosa. Was it Pond? It was Ponderosa. Probably, That's right. Probably. I know that you were there, but, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, no, it was, it was Mini Mart when we met. Rode a, you rode were, a you bike. Were, you were at Mini Mart when we read. So, but I, you, you and I didn't meet until I think senior year, yeah. however. Yeah. So, 18, yeah. yeah. But I know you worked at Ponderosa yeah. before. Yeah, I think that was Ponderosa because that was where yeah. I met, that's where James and I were kind of hanging out with a little bit too. Yeah, that's a, that's a forever. Right, sir. And you? Uh, like Lee. I was uh, 16 at the grocery store. I got a job on uh, working with my mom at the car wash out in Vegas. So, I was still in high school and 
wiping down cars and vacuuming out cars and this and that. So, but we got we got paid with tips. And I think our minimum wage back then was it was either three eighty five or five fifteen an hour plus tips. And so we got, got to do it on, on weekends. And then once I got my driver's license, then they actually sent me out to one of the, um, the county uh, buildings out in Henderson to go out on late nights <laughs> after they, their big trucks came back out there to do mobile detailing. Ugh. So we had to take their, their truck that had the water tank on there and go out and clean out some of the big county trucks and, and clean that shit. That sucked. God, that sucked. <laughs> yeah. So I was in, I was still in high school and then living at home. So, uh, part two of that question would kind of be is so when you got out on your own, what was your first job you had on your own? On August twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven, I shipped out for the U.S. Navy. Navy boy, got into the military. Very nice. Thank you for your service, sir. No problem. Um, I was older. I was probably like twenty five because I went to I went to college for a long ass time, like. I got a bachelor's, but it took like nine years. <laughs> hey, I'm so still I, on my one year from high school. All right, Ben Wilder. <laughs> but um, when I uh, uh, when I moved out to finish up, because I had to move to Ogden to finish up at Weber, uh, I was a delivery driver for Pizza Hut. And uh, that was actually probably one of the best paying jobs I ever had. It was before the recession. Before the recession, people tipped. Yeah. I did that people, too. People t- very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably made like fifty thousand a year, like working like twenty eight hours a yeah. week or something. I always want to do a podcast just telling pizza delivery stories. Yeah, because <laughs> they get out. they get really weird. Oh yeah, especially in Ogden. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you work at? Uh, the one on Harrison and about forty eight South. Somewhere. When? Oh uh, eight, oh nine. Okay, I was there in oh seven. Oh. So I just missed you then. But yeah, Dave was the manager. God, I Dave. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, apparently they know this person. <laughs> yeah. All right, Justin, you? Uh, first time I moved out. Wow, that's a long time ago. Uh, shoot, that would have been my 20, maybe 21. And moved out to, with my wife to this day. Uh, and I, we, worked, we worked at Matrix Marketing. And then Mini Mart, then Maverick, then AOL. <laughs> that was that was the whole cycle of jobs. I applied at Matrix just because Matrix sounded cool. <laughs> it was nowhere near as much fun, but if you got the right project, it was all right. All right. So, you, Dave, you said you got out at 17? Is that what you, age you said? Oh, no, I was 19. 19, but... okay. Okay. You were in your 25, you're 21. Something all right. Like what that. age were you then? Now... He and I could also side story into this, but it doesn't count. 30 day, 30 day trial run does not count. Although you, mine was 30 days. Yours yeah. was a bit extended. It was, it was a little bit longer. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. All right. So, you, so you're living, f- living with the twins. Um, yeah, it was a little bit longer. Not that much. Longer. So your first job when you got out on your own, you were how old? Ish. Well, I mean, I was still working at Smith's. Okay. At a grocery store. So I mean I worked there for a while. Okay. So mine I was I was 18 and I actually got I got moved into my own apartment and forced me to get me my own job. <laughs> and which got me into the fucking retail world and so I got on with a, a thrift store back there in Vegas called the Value Center and it was a um, it was a place that their most a lot of their proceeds went to 
um, cerebral palsy, if I remember correctly, because that was their their sponsor type of a deal. But yeah, working for a thrift store that was a pain in the ass. But yeah, I was eighteen when when that happened. We're never talking about the twins on air, just so you know. Never. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about no, the twins on air when never. Justin's not here. Because I'm freaking curious. Now. Oh, I answer. You can't drop shit like that. I'm, like, no. I'm invested. Weirdly, not as twinny as you would think. Well, I think I've, I've heard. I may have heard like stories in passing. So is this is this a story that would really get under Deb's skin? Is that why? No, no. It was it was just basically we. Started dating a pair of twins. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That they, but they didn't really twin up. Weirdly enough, yeah. like you can definitely tell them apart. Okay. So they weren't identical. They're, maybe they're more fraternal okay. than actual twinage. Um, but they, they each had their their polar, own surprising really kind of uh, baggage. I say polar opposites. You know, <laughs> personality wise. Yeah. I think they were different. Well, well they were identical, but polar no. opposites. Then no, or? they weren't identical either. Oh, okay. No, yeah. they weren't identical either. Yeah. They were just, um, yeah, they were just unique creatures. Yeah. And I was there for about thirty days, and you know, occasionally come back home and see my parents and JD. Yeah. We both just kind of you know jumped in and hung out with them in their house. For yeah. A yeah. Month or so. They didn't want us to leave. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll turn this into a whole separate episode of a, of a podcast. I think it was just a protection. <laughs> I just think it was a protection. They felt safer with yeah. us being there, being that you know they were Ninth Street and Ogden, and you know wasn't the uh, the safest place for you know. Now I'm I'm going to be a complete and total dick here because I'm just looking over the questions here and and go back to questions. What what did you want to do uh, be when you grow up? And I'm, I'm just thinking of Kevin here for a second. And I'm gonna, Kevin. I love you, but I'm I'm having to throw you under the bus because you're not here to defend yourself. And even if you were here, you still probably wouldn't be able to defend yourself. And and my assumption to the answer of this question is, um, you don't know what you wanted to be when you grow up. And so to answer question number five, are you currently working as what you wanted to be when you were a child? His answer would be yes. He doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do. <laughs> I, I bet you back before when he was in high school, he wanted to become a gigolo. No, you know, try, dressing as a as a cowboy probably that would probably be one of the things that he wanted to be when he grew up, and 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 that aspect, yes, that'd be the case. But based off of you know question one, your guys' answers, we'll just move on to number six because the answer for number five for all of us would be no. None of us are doing what we wanted to do as a kid. Well, I kind of am right now. Yeah, Today, I got a microphone in front of me, <laughs> but, but we're not, I'm not getting paid. No, 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 yeah. no. No, wouldn't call it a job. <laughs> so, question six then would be: What was or is your favorite job that you've ever had? I worked at the Grand America Hotel in Salt Lake. I met so many celebrities. I could have thrown Justin Bieber off a balcony and done the world a favor. Uh, yes, you could have, <laughs> and you should have. Um, but I just want to say this real quick: The Scorpions, the eighties band, are fucking awesome. Like they. <laughs> They had to come into a back entrance because the front was under construction for something. I didn't even know they were arriving. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, God, these guys look weird. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute. And I had a list of who was checking in that night. And I'm like, sitting there I'm like, oh, this person, this is all the scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and I learned that Taylor Swift is a bitch. I could see that. And I once paid... $30 for two macaroons, and that's it. It's the Grand America Hotel right there. Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone, but okay. But they were good. 
<laughs> if you like macaroons, okay. <laughs> um, Pizza Hut was pretty good, but probably my favorite. Um, I worked for IHC. Um, wasn't a doctor or anything, obviously, but um, uh, I was. Uh, they have a courier fleet, and uh, they would take records and stuff between the different hospitals and clinics. And uh, it was my second job, actually, so I was going to Slick at the time, and it was like a 10-hour-a-week gig. Um, but the hours were completely flexible. My job was just to clean those vans. They gave me a car wash card and a vacuum, and I would just vacuum out cargo vans, take them through the car wash, and then it was my job to take them in for the maintenance. Mm. And that quickly became, <laughs> I would... It all went to one dealership. So I would take it to the dealership, pick up a different one, and then I would drive that to campus and play pool for like four hours <laughs> and then take the van in and then clock out and go home. <laughs> so I ended up getting paid like 30 hours a week for doing about two hours of work. Nice. And then they fired me about a year later when they figured it out. <laughs> like what? That's, that's, a, that. that's the Why? only job I've been fired for almost that one. <laughs> You? Favorite job of all time? Mm-hmm. I, I think for the moment when I got the job at GameStop originally, that those first probably couple of years were spectacular. But I'm also really enjoying what I'm doing now, which is weird. I would never expect me to enjoy it as much as I have been. Yeah. I remember the night that you got that phone call where you're at your house and we were, we were having a barbecue or something like that. He's like, I can, I got to go do an interview, guys. Do your thing. You don't, don't worry about us. We got depth, you know, to, and sure enough, he got, he got the, he got the job. So you, sir, um, probably a toss up between, uh, uh, when, when I was at AOL doing the, uh, the monitoring of the, uh, the kids chat rooms. And message boards was was always a fun time. I mean, but I don't know if that was a great job, but compared to working in a call center and being on the phone, yeah. being one of the only people in a call center not on the phone was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> not having to deal with, my dog with, snoring with over the, there. the crazy, uh. crazy people. And then the other thing would be, you know, with my current job, is just the position that I had in my current job working in a one-hour photo center. You miss your one-hour photo. I, you enjoyed I do. that one a I lot. Do. I did. I did. That was a, that was a I'm you saw some shit that you're like, what the fuck? Yes, yes. <laughs> Probably the most crazy, crazy thing that, that I ever printed out was, I mean, it was sad, um, but it was also a, like, a question, questionable decision, but, you know, somebody <laughs> did, like, a whole poster for their, um, they'd had a... Um, miscarriage oh that's uh, i guess a family had or you know a couple had a miscarriage and um they had pictures with the the miscarriage hmm. with with the baby the baby i couldn't tell you how young the the fetus was mm-hmm. that's actually quite popular now people and, are doing um, that it um you know it was so <laughs> yeah. very early in its development and so it was like is that really a, a human? <laughs> a human? Yeah. You know? I kind of uh, saw a story about something similar to that last yeah. night on the news talking about somebody, they were these people who had a, 
Um, it was either a stillborn or a miscarriage. I forget which one it was, but they, it was almost to, I think it was a stillborn cause they said they delivered and they had, they had pictures of, you know, all the, um, inside the womb and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, that kind of sucks, you know, but why would, why, I, I understand why they did it, but at the same time, why would you want that? You right. know, and, and I, I see both sides of it. Right. It's just like that's just really heartbreaking. And then when you and if you got you know, we come over to their house and we see it, and it's like, what the fuck is this? What kind of people? You know, and not start becoming judgmental. But I I, I can see both. Yeah, and seeing these weren't pictures like ultrasound. This was actually of the of the fetus. Oh. You know, out. You know, and it was probably. You know, my guess is probably only about two, two maybe three inches long. Yeah, and so like skin was totally. I'm going to give you props for doing that job because I don't think that's a job I'd want. Because like I said, you, I'm sure you saw some shit that just like what the. Yeah, there were some ones that like people would find like you know their rolls of film that've been sitting in a drawer forever. They come in and go, "Can you develop this?" and be like printing them out, and they come back to pick pick the pick the pictures up and you know we had policy in in regards to you know pornography and and things like that and yeah we had to call the cops if there's something on here (laughs) no i never never had a situation where we had you know it was that bad thank god but you know there was there was a few times that i had to tell people i'm sorry I couldn't give you your picture. <laughs> I couldn't I, give you all to, of your I had to, to shred your pictures, but, you know, I mean, <clears> other <throat> ones, too, you know, was, you know, my regulars was, so was most, <laughs> was the most enjoyable. The now regulars that, means, that come in, there was, a, there was one gentleman um, that uh, he loved to take, uh, loves to take um, wildlife pictures and goes to the bird refuge that's down south when the, uh, the eagles, uh, the, the bald eagles come in. And he's got had some really cool pictures. There was one that just always stood out to me was I got a picture of a bald eagle right after it hit a power line. So, I mean, it sounds horrible, you know, Um, and it didn't electrocute it and didn't like, you know, spark or anything. It just like it hit it and it stunned it. And it was like kind of like falling in the air. And it just had this picture, like this look on its face, like you see in a Looney Tune commercial <laughs> cartoon or something, just like, you know, like, oh, what the hell happened, you know? And he's like, well, no, I mean, it, it regained its, its senses before it hit the ground, you know, was able to fly off, you know, but just, he just got the picture right at the right time of like immediately after hitting that power line, like, what the hell was that on this, on this bird's, this eagle's face? Yeah. And it was, it was, it's a cool picture there. So mine was when I was actually a store manager for Suncoast. I worked there for about five years, but you guys know me. I love movies. So sitting there t- talking to movies all day long to people is just like, I'm happy. I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, missed that place. Loved that job. It was it was fantastic. If I wouldn't have got transferred up here, I would not be having a podcast with you fuckers. And so, no. <laughs> you would so not. Um, I'd still be back in Vegas. So. Um, what is or was the worst job that you ever had and how long did you work there for? I was contracted to do security at the UPS hub in West Valley and I did it for one day. A full eight hour shift? Not even that. Okay. I didn't finish training. I got up and walked out and like, why are you leaving? And they go, you won't let me grow a beard, but this fucker here can have an Afro and skinny jeans. Fuck <laughs> off. And left. Let <laughs> you. Um, that bagger job was pretty bad. I, I had a boss that I just, he was just awful. Um, but along those same lines, I, uh, uh, got hired on to work at a call center. Um, 
I think it was Convergis or something. I didn't make it through the training. I was just like, this is God awful. I am not doing this and just walked out. Like, (laughs) I think I made it like seven days or something. And then I was, because they paid you for the training. And it was like, I can't finish this. This is just too god awful and it was for i think it was for selling nextel phones (laughs) (laughs) in a mall kiosk (laughs) no no it was it was call center so it was the the i think they called you i can't remember what it was. i'll give you guys all props for doing the call center shit well i never actually did it i just (laughs) well you got there that's farther than i've ever gotten i haven't done it and then you guys doing aol and shit i gave you guys mad props so justin what's up with you my man i could talk about aol that, that's easy actually um worst job i've ever had uh it's kind of a toss-up but probably when i was actually when they trusted me to cut metal inside of like you know a place you come and get like l beams and you know quarter round and blah 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 and all that like literally had to use a forklift had to like cut it use the, the big giant belted blade with the with the weird water stuff that cuts through Worst job ever. Had to have steel toes, whatnot. I was not built for that outdoor weather at that point in time. So that job I did for roughly two months. But my shortest job was one half of an hour. Shortest job by far was the half an hour from Shopco. I was at Shopco. I applied for a whole bunch of places during the, the winter and I had pulled, uh, I'd gotten hired at Shopco and nobody called me back. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go work at Shopco. Was in there for like a half an hour. You know, they started to do their whole spill. I think it was when I had my very first cell phone, got a phone call from Toys R Us. Hey, do you want to come do holidays at Toys R Us? And I'm like, peace, I'm out. I'm going to go, I'm going to work at Toys R Us type thing. And that wasn't a fantastic job, but it was all right, you know, so. JD? Once again, I got kind of toss up. Um, I did uh, take a job or interviewed for a job with a car dealership selling cars. And uh, they hired me. And then that night, Matrix Marketing called me and offered me a job there. And I was like, sell cars, work telemarketing. All right. Never showed up for the, for any of the of the training at the car dealership because just me and selling cars just wasn't going to happen. Um, I thought maybe I could do it. And obviously I BS my way through the interview to, to get the job. <laughs> Didn't get it. And then the other job was just a, something I saw online sounded cool. They made it sound cooler than it ended up being. And it was, they described it as a, as a, as a sports scout. I thought, Oh, that that would be that's a that job. would be awesome, right? You know, and it turned out it was really just a salesman job of selling a service of um, recording. You know, the company would come and record a a high school student who was quote unquote good um, <laughs> to create a a like a hype video or whatever to oh then, they then can like send to colleges send or to whatever. colleges and whatnot. But you basically you had to try and sell that to like a videographer to, to, yeah to to the parent oh well, you're selling it to the, <laughs> to like parents of kids you know <laughs> of, of doing it and uh yeah it uh i did it uh tried to do it once they sent us to a hockey game or i think it was a hockey game at the 
to try and do it and like nobody talked to us at all hmm. the whole time we were set up there and just like yeah it was like out out of here yeah. <laughs> mine i actually got hired on it at like a cvs or a walgreens type of it now, i don't remember if this and as after i got let go from the the thrift store in vegas and it was almost right across the street from where I was at, but they hired me to work the night crew, the midnight crew, you know, and I was like, okay, I, I can do this. Four hours into it, took off my smock. Thank you for your time. I'm out of here. <laughs> I could not do the midnight thing. Uh, sweeping the floor, pulling product back to front. And that's mm-hmm. all you did. It's not restocking anybody. Nope, it's just pulling. Just I was like, it. that's all you're doing. I was like, yeah, the, 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 and, this ain't sounds, no this ain't happening sounds just like my community service at a salvation army just yeah. sweep the floor move the product <laughs> to the front of the shelf yeah i was <laughs> i was it. like this no i and i said i i'm sorry for wasting your time but that, four hours and i was i was done no it, this ain't happening not for me all righty so this one this one is for my son he's the one who wanted me to put this on here so what was or is the most embarrassing moment you've had while at work. I'm going to tell Kevin's and then I'll tell mine. <laughs> so this was at GameStop. Um, me and Kevin were the ones working. And he was the assist- he was Justin's assistant at the time. And I think Justin was on vacation. So he was in the back doing a conference call. And so I'm out there. I'm on the floor. I'm rearranging games, all this stuff. And a lady walks in. A butch lady. Like I had to double take to make sure she was actually a lady. So I said, ma'am, welcome to GameStop. So I think I can help you with it. She asked where the DS section was. I told her. So if they're looking, I checked on her one more time. Out comes Kevin. Hi, sir. How can I help you? <laughs> Kevin's, when she turned and looked at him, Kevin's <laughs> face went as red as your hat. And he dived back into the back room. Oh, Kevin, I am so going to s- mock you about this. <laughs> I, am, I am sitting there trying not to laugh while I'm checking her out. Like, yeah. while she's ringing out. And I go into the back. I knock on the door. He opens it. I go inside. I fall down. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Getting on mine. Yeah. It's also a GameStop. It was back at the Newgate Mall GameStop. And Battlefront had just come out. So we're all in the back. Talk about how we're going to buy it. And Brandon. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, my boyfriend's going to let me buy it. And I'm like, boyfriend? No, oh, good old B-Dazzle. Dave, I'm gay. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I thought you were a bigot. No. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? Because he would always make those right. remarks, joking around. Right. And I'm like, and it just makes so much sense now. I'm just like, wow. Good old B-Dazzle. Yeah. We love Brandon. <laughs> Remember when he showed up on Grand Theft Auto launch day? Oh yeah. One of the best ones. <laughs> Ghetto. Well, I actually talked to him a couple weeks ago via Facebook Messenger. He's, he's, he's doing well in Minnesota. He's like, he's like, I'm so glad to be out of fucking Utah. And I was like, I don't blame you. <laughs> but that one with Kevin, I, I think about, yeah. it, about that all the time. I just laugh my ass off. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get Kevin on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> Lee, what's your most embarrassment moment you've had? I couldn't really think of anything all that embarrassing, but I got I got some stories from when I worked at, at Jiffy Lube. So uh, when I when I got certified to be a safety and emissions inspector, like within the first month, I got super hammered the night before and just was incredibly hung over the next day. And they threw me in safety and emissions, and I get this I get this dually pickup, just a really long one, like probably about 14 foot long at least. Okay. 
and do the emissions on it. And I'm pulling it out of the bay and the it's the dually, so it's got the wide fenders. I just ram that fender right into the wall, pulling it out the door and just smash the crap out of it. So you didn't pose angry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I just backed it up and parked it and went and did the next car. I didn't even tell anyone. <laughs> Which they noticed immediately and complained to my uh, I hit run inside the building. <laughs> but, uh, something happened. And, th- and then I had another one. I guess this one was kind of embarrassing. So I did a brake check on this like forerunner. So I pulled all the tires off, looked at all the brakes. It pretty much needed everything. They didn't want to pay to have it done. So I threw the tires on and, you know, pulled Be it on out. your Mary. Yeah. And uh, apparently, though, the driver front tire, I hadn't actually tightened any of the lug nuts. Oh, no. So they literally... Pulled out of the parking lot on the main road, made it about a quarter of a block, and that tire just fell off. Nice. <laughs> and then we had to get it towed in, and uh, yeah, I had to do all that work for free. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't ever want to talk about tires falling off around Justin, ever. <laughs> that, was, um, that was an experience. And then I had another, some lady brought in, it was an old Jeep, uh, like a 80s one or something, like a CJ. And did the safety and emissions on it, and a bunch of stuff was wrong with it. And I'm, like, pointing out things. One of the things that was wrong was the e-brake didn't work. And it was a, and it was a manual Jeep. So when I parked it, it was on flat ground, and I just had it in first. And I needed it started for some reason to show her something. And so I was like, okay, hop in, start it up, and then I'll you know, point out whatever it was. So I'm, I'm standing on the bumper looking under the hood and apparently the lady didn't jump in the Jeep. She just stuck her foot in and put it on the clutch and turned the key. And it was on, it was barely on a slope, but because of my weight or whatever, it starts rolling forward and it's those old Jeeps that Mm -hmm. just start. And so I'm looking under the hood and I'm like, why is the ground moving? (laughs) And I look around and I can hear, you know, I can tell the engine started and I look around the hood and this lady has, she has gotten her foot caught under the clutch and is now being drugged by this Jeep. And I'm under the hood and I parked it right by the road and it was a a major like four or five lane road. So, and it's rush hour. was Was she white? Yes, so and she was she was older. Is that a is that a, is that a self hate crime for being dragging for being drug? Self loathing. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know because I know you know if you get, somebody gets dragged by a car, they consider that a hate crime, especially if you know they're of an opposite color. But I'm going to hell. I know. I'm just trying to make a joke. I'm sorry. Relax. Because <laughs> like when we play Red Dead Redemption, whenever somebody gets dragged, it's like that's a hate crime. <laughs> Oh yeah, like the horse. when you lasso them and drag them. Uh-huh. The horse. Yeah. Yeah, it's it a was, hate crime. It was very similar to that. She just uh, did it to herself. Yeah, and I ended up having to jump in the jeep and like, but because it was moving, I kept misjudging it, and I would my shoulder would slam into the the little crossbar there. So it oh. took me about three tries. By the time I got in the car off, we were in the middle of the road. Oh, damn! And somehow oh. didn't get didn't get uh, <laughs> a t bone basically. Yeah. Nice. But then uh, last one. Um, when I interviewed for the job where I worked with you, uh, you know, I, I knew what day it was. I knew the time, told everyone at work, like I need like two hours off, whatever. Right before I'm about to leave, this diesel rolls in and they need the fuel filter changed on it. And it's one of these diesels that has two. There's one up by the motor, one under the frame. And no one there is qualified to do it. I'm the only one. And I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And that 
that one that's under the frame holds about a gallon of gas or diesel. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm trying my best, but I, I get that off and it was a bitch. And when I get it off, that whole gallon just dumps on me. <laughs> and I and I have this interview to get to in like 20 minutes. And I can't run home, can't shower. So I go to this interview. All I've got's the shirt. Because I, uh-huh. I, I changed my pants and put my like button-up shirt on, but I reeked of diesel. <laughs> that whole interview, I just reeked of diesel, and I'm like, I'm not going to get this job. I'm not going to. And then, like, literally two days later, like, yeah, we want to hire you. And I'm like, oh, man, they must not have noses. <laughs> <laughs> that worked in my favor. Right. All right, dude, what's yours? I, you know, I've not had a whole lot of embarrassing at work moments. Um, <clears throat> my current job, I've actually split my pants going up and down stairs, or actually up and down ladders. Um, I would consider that an embarrassment. It, it is, but there are dockers, so it's just more air conditioning. It's really kind of nice. <laughs> it, was, it was like probably 85, 95 degrees, so I was just like, well, I, sure. I'm technically done doing any ladder work, but as long as I've got to do just walk around, I can I can work for a little bit longer. You know, no like, more sweaty balls. Right down that center line, I'm just like, well, that's nice. So as long as I keep my legs crossed, it'll be all right. Um, I have smelled some of the most interesting smells of my entire life in this job. Um, just it was amazing what hallways in low, in low income housing can smell like. Oh my god. No. Um, but not really a ton of actual embarrassing moments at work. Obviously, life moments, yeah. you know, whatnots, but yeah. You, sir? Mm, I'm kind of with you. Not a whole lot of embarrassing. You know, I've slipped my pants a couple of times, but luckily I work in retail and I just go buy a new pair of pants. To retail? Go get me 3430s. Don't care what color. It's like, no. I need a five minute break. Yeah, not a, not a big deal there. You know, there was one time. Um, uh, putting on my shoes in the morning, did it in the dark, didn't notice. I put two different pairs of shoes on, or two different shoes, mm-hmm. went to work. I didn't notice it until I got out of the car at work and was like, well, luckily they're black both, so maybe nobody will notice, but no, they, they noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a couple of associates taking pictures of me to, to post on Facebook or, you know, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but... Um, you know, I mean, that's probably the most embarrassing thing is we're just wearing two different shoes, you know. Yeah. And there was, uh, you know, like, you know, bad stories is like working at AOL doing uh, um, the uh, security kind of thing. You know, I can't remember what they called that. Oh, um, cat. Yeah. The cat department. The cat department, you know. Um, you know, people, you know, have have their, their accounts on America Online get hacked and be used for sending out spam junk mail so i've had to written you know read some of those back to people mm-hmm. like oh my god really that was sent from my account um but then part of that process of getting them back online is like sending them emails of you know this is how you keep your account secure and don't do this don't do that i had somebody call back and called me a fascist for you know telling them what to do um, and I called you for help. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay, um, you know, just kind of went off on me, you know, calling me a fascist. We'd send her the, the e- these emails, and um, but then they got into, you know, conspiracy theory stuff and in the call and, you know, said that the government was spying on them through the little red dot 
on their on their tower computer, which is the power light LED. Yes, they come yeah. to your house yeah. to look at you through your LED. You know, it's funny. Like you know, you make you That's know, aimed you, at your knee. Yeah, yep. yeah you, you hear these you hear these stories, and you think they're just jokes about people who like actually you know thought their CD drive was a, a cup holder. Yeah. yeah, there are honest to God people out there that that think the government's spying on them through power buttons and you know any type of little camera or you know any type of little light on a on a computer that think they're being spied on yeah. it's, it's crazy I'm being spied on through my covid vaccine yeah they're tracking you but hey how many how many of those people that are being tracked through a covid virus also have a cell phone Right. I mean, <laughs> hello. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't need to track you in any way, shape, or form. We all have these possession rectangles. Yep. So. yep. And it's got a camera that you're looking at constantly. All the time. Right. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> microphones on. And, it, and we have, we have yeah. honestly this random sideway uh, segue. I apologize, but we were looking up uh, at work uh, through trying to find a wall-mounted patch panel for my work. And, you know, Tyler and I are talking, blah, 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 blah. And we're, we have to drive down to Salt Lake. And he jumps onto Facebook. And lo and behold, on that thing was literally a wall-mounted... The fucking algorithms, yep. And we're like, I did all the searching on my computer. So the only way his information or it would have popped up on his is if that microphone was not listening in yep. on our entire conversation. Yep. Yep. I was like, oh, dirty, dirty bitches. Yep. The algorithms... <laughs> So my my story is actually probably going to top Kevin. So when I tell this one, and and if I decide to you know give Kevin shit about his, he's definitely going to throw it back at me. Um, I don't know if I've ever told this one to you at all, Justin, but you you may have heard this one. You may not have. So I was an assistant manager worker for for uh, Suncoast back in Vegas, and uh, in those stores we had you know adult Playboy, naked girl type. DVDs, VHS, stuff like that. The back room. Oh, that really wasn't a back room. It's, it was more towards the front of the checkout area, so we could actually keep an eye on the kids trying to, because they had the black covers that covered the front of them, and they tried to. It's like you got to be eighteen to look at those stuff. So they're closer to us. And so one one afternoon, I had this this mom and daughter come in looking for for bare naked ladies. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bare naked ladies. They're like, yeah, we're looking for bare naked ladies. It's like. Are you sure you're looking for bare naked ladies? <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're looking for bare naked ladies. I, we're I was like, laughing. I was like, okay. So I walked them over there to the to the to the Playboy nudie section. It's like start flipping. It's like, no, no, we're talking about the fucking band bare naked ladies. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know who the bare naked ladies were. And so they're like, uh, they, you could tell the mom is fuming at this point. It's like, I'm sorry, you guys said bare naked ladies. This is what we have for no, no, the music band. It's like, you guys got to go to fucking Sam Goody for that shit. We don't carry music. This is what we have for, for bare naked. And the daughter just shaking her head, but you could tell the mom was fucking fuming. Yeah, so that's, that's, uh, but quite, you you provided them the service. I did. I did. You. I said, "Are you sure you're looking for bare naked ladies?" Because bare naked ladies. Technically, that's bare naked ladies. You didn't start off with. Yeah, we're looking for the new bare bare naked ladies CD. They didn't. Say, they just said bare naked ladies. Right. So I was like, "This is kind of weird." If that's what you and your family are into, more power to you. <laughs> that's kind of gross, but hey, when you. But yeah, so that's 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 mine, and and so like I said, Stevens is like when I told him that story, he was 
cracking up like you were, but he had tears coming down his face. He's laughing so hard. He's like, you're going to have to put, you know, one of your embarrassing moments, that, that story right there. And whenever you guys have that conversation, like I'll do it when we get into jobs. So the next one on here was if you could go back to and change your career, would you still want to do what you wanted to be as a kid? Or would you rather be doing something else now because you know more about what that job entailed? No, no. Um, cause of how, Radio is going right now. It's a dying yeah, breed. Dying. I was thinking about this when I was filling out my questions. I'd want to do what Howard in the Big Bang Theory does. Mm-hmm. Engineer. Mm-hmm. I'm an aerospace engineer type thing. Mm-hmm. So. That's a good choice. No. Um, no. I wouldn't act like Howard, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I don't. I, I wouldn't mind learning how to fly a plane. Uh, but I don't think I would want to do that as a career just because, especially now with like the shortages and crap, like, you know, just working 24 seven just to keep no. flights, you know, commercial. right now would be, yeah, commercial right now. That would be, that would be killer right now. Like just God awful. But I, I mean, I wouldn't mind learning how to fly a plane or a, a, a helicopter or whatever, but I don't really want to put the time into it. I'd rather play video games. I'd rather play video games. It's always coming back to video games or movies. Uh, Weirdly enough, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind revisiting. If if I could, you know, about face and make those choices and, you know, instead of deciding to not go to college after high school and go to college and pursue... And math was never my strong point, so I was never going to probably get there. But mm-hmm. let's assume under perfect circumstances, everything worked out. Yeah, I would be a little jealous because right now in the astronomy world, they're going through, for lack of a better term, the golden age yeah. of astronomy. Yeah. And they are getting so much more data. And I've been paying attention to like the, the James Webb Space Telescope that's, that's finally fully deployed and what it's going to do. And I'm like, that is so fucking cool they've got they've got so many cool things that have happened you know the the proof of actual extraterrestrial planets you know what i mean being able to see and figure out what type of you know star this thing is 10 bazillion miles away blah blah blahs and being able to say this one's this and this one's that and it has four planets around it how would you know this Oh, we figured out this algorithm mm. good job yeah. Dear see, God. i find myself randomly researching astronomy stuff on the internet when I'm just laying on the couch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just so. weird things that they're just discovering. And yeah. Probably not. And, you know, now thinking back, I probably wasn't strong enough in math to become a <laughs> mechanical engineer to, to design cars, you know, so, you know, probably not. I mean, I would like to, you know, I did uh, train a lot for the mechanical uh, drafting and uh, quit after like eight years of training in that. And, um, you know, it probably could have taken my life in a lot different yeah. direction. Um, you know, I was good at that, you know, but if I had to, to do it all over again, you know, I probably, one thing that, uh, in some of the training that I did do, you know, computer, uh, repair and, um, some of the computer classes, you know, I was told I had a real knack for computer programming. And so if I had to do it all over again, I'd probably... I'd probably go into computer programming 
And you'd have been probably all over all the apps that appeared. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You'd have yeah. been yeah. at that, be, a, that be a millionaire now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. I the mean, it was, um, you know, computer program, just from what I saw, it was really a lot of logic, you know, based. And uh, I think my, my mind kind of works in that way. It's very logical in its thought process. So I probably could have been very successful as a computer programmer. So as far as me being a cop, fuck no. <laughs> All of the cops from GTA. Thank, thank you very much for the lack of service. Well, you know, especially, you know, it, well, let's just go over the last, you know, three years. You know, you're, if you're a cop nowadays, you got to be just wondering if somebody's going to walk up behind the fucking car and pop you, you know, just because you're a cop in your profession, you know, type of a deal. And I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of police officers. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I know a couple, but I think... I'm not that kind of person who thinks I'm above and everybody else because a lot of them do. There are there are some good cops out there. There really are, and but the few bad apples out there make it where the whole profession is a bad apple. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't I don't think that's something that I'd want to do at all. But those guys those guys are 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 and the same thing with like firefighters they're they're better people than i could ever possibly fathom to be because they they do a job that i would not want to do at all and they they put their their lives on the line every goddamn time they go out and they don't know if they're going to call up and see their families or not and so, almost absolutely thankless yeah you know and and then it's the same thing with like the military guys so whenever i whenever i see those guys at work and you know especially when they when i deal in with them i always thank them for their service and the firefighters more so police not so much like i said i'm not an overly big fan of of the cops, so that's just my own personal opinion. As far as being a CPA, I could still do that. You know, I could, I could still. I mean, knowing a little bit more about it now, you know, your your really time frame is now when the tax season starts coming into yeah. it. But you're still doing the side shit, you know, throughout the course of the year right. for your clients your type of deal. Quarterly stuff. Um, so I could, I could definitely see me still going back and doing that if I if I want to. But but for being a cop, fuck no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, next question on our list here is uh, what job slash profession do you wish you could have done based off of a TV or movie show that you have watched? And it can be a fictional, you know, like if you wanted to be a fucking Sith, you know, something like that. I don't care, you know, as far as that answer. But try to keep it as much real as possible. Dave? Smuggler in Star Wars. Oh, brilliant answer. (laughs) I knew you were going to when you said that shit. I mean, hell... Everyone's wanted to be in the Millennium Falcon, and I was. I flew it. Fucking, you fucking nerd. <laughs> that's yeah. That's probably the best answer you can give. I, like, and I, thank you, everybody. For... Uh, I came up with uh, Judge Dread. <laughs> nice Judge. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Quite no. First thing that popped in my head. Night Rider. Like, yep. <laughs> Weirdly enough. How did I was, know? Was, I'm like, I was just watching this, but, but it's got to come with Kit. But yeah, that would be the ultimate. That could be the ultimate job. Every, you're always someplace different. You're always getting some new experience. You know. Yeah. I, I, I thrive in chaos, weirdly enough. So. Well, that's just because you hang out with us. This isn't chaos. Sir, um, probably like 
Q in James That's... Bond. Oh, Make all the yeah. fucking oh, gadgets. Oh, nice. oh, gadget. The gadget. That's a hell of a job. Yeah, I've been rewatching. Great answer. Yeah, I've been know. rewatching Star Trek Voyager, so you said Q. I was I, like, I the same thing as well. <laughs> Whoa, that's, that would be a hell of a job, too. Just <laughs> omnipotent being. <laughs> yeah. I just want to explore this, these, this universes or dimensions. That would be a badass job. I'm, I don't yeah, agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's a great choice. Without actually you know, having to put yourself at risk. You know? <laughs> how, how do I make wrist rockets with, you know, small enough and hidden enough into a... You know, <laughs> Well, my answer is going to be fucking lame compared to what the fucking the four of you guys came up with. <laughs> but it, it's something that I like to do. I, I'd actually want to go back and be a fucking chef, you know, because I watch oh. a lot of the fucking cooking shows. There's that food truck show with John uh, um, John Favaro, who where he's doing Cuban sandwiches out of food, a food right. truck, and I think it's actually it's called, called chef, chef, you know, yep. type of deal. But that's actually what I would gone back and, and done if I could have. You need to watch the Netflix series Chef with him in it. I've, I've started watching a couple that's, of episodes of it. That was excellent. Yeah, I did watch a couple of episodes. Of it. But yeah, no, that's, that's like I said, compared to what the four of you fuckers came up with, <laughs> mine's the weakest one of the four, but I, cooking is like is, was something I like to do. So. Well, yeah, if you're a chef, I could see you as like the American version of Gordon Ramsay. I mean... If oh fuck yeah, I would be. <laughs> if, if we're talking like what we could do now, legitimately, do it. Yeah. Uh, if I could pick a thing to do, yeah, all the time, yeah. Uh, could I be a camp host? With you, you, pay, and, you and Deb would be fantastic at that <laughs> shit. You would let generators run all night long if yep. you could. I we would be camp hosts, and we would just chill out. Oh, oh my god, that would be wonderful. Or the uh, the the uh, the smoke. Smoke watchers, or I don't know what they, what they call them. The, the guys that oh, the towers sit, sit in the fire tower for the towers and just like live out there and just like coffee and look, look for the forest fires. Well, that's funny because when you go near those things, you fucking get cell phone to surface, <laughs> right? You're like, oh, oh, hey, you yeah, could kind of yeah. like act like you were in Lord of the Rings doing that. You know, you <laughs> shall not burn. No, the fires of Gondor have been lit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I could see him and Deb doing fucking camp hosts. They're really, I mean, really good. I mean, that would be the bomb. I mean, just literally get to camp for like seven months of the year. That's, now, mm. could you be together with your spouse in that close of space for seven months? If you fucking had to, yes, you would. Yeah. Well, we also have quads. So if we got really tired, no, of yeah. we'd, just run, we'd just get away from it. Right. Go for a ride. You're, you just need to go go see some animals. All right, but they put the stipulation you can't use your quads. I'd still take, I'd still take it. I mean, you're, even if I was just being You're the fucking host. Alone. You can do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they put that specific stipulation on there. You can't use your quads because somebody has to be here at all times. Mm-hmm. You can't use your quads. Well, but you could. You absolutely. You don't have to be. You're not. You're not attached to the hip. You're just supposed to be there from probably primary. But see, I'd get fucking shot uh, doing that damn job because I, I would be that guy at ten o'clock. Turn off your fucking generator. <laughs> well, you've got yours running. You know, yes. Yeah. You, you hypocrite motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is Darth Vader in our goddamn camp somewhere? <laughs> All right, so the last one on this one is uh, what are you doing for your current job? You can leave your employer name out of it so you don't have any backlash if your employer actually ever hears this. I am a federally contracted emergency response official. So basically, I'm a government version of Paul Blart. Okay. 
<laughs> Do you ride a Segway? No one of those scooters. And that's what they're called, right? A Segway? Yeah. yeah okay. no, he they don't car. trust us with those. Okay. We, we basic. we have everything a cop has except for tasers because they're afraid we'll just tase each other for fun. Because we used to handcuff each other for fun. I'm not, give you tasers. I'm you not seeing a problem with that. <laughs> oh, you, oh, I'm sorry. Did you have a heart condition? <laughs> Clear. Um, well, I just got a new job this month, so I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm a delivery driver again uh, for uh, department. Mm-hmm. Just uh, only only make deliveries interdepartment, basically across the across the Wasatch Front. That sounds like a kind of a breezy job. Other than I traffic. fucking hate him because I of this shit. Yeah. Other yeah, than they gave, they gave me a van. Well, that's the thing. It's during the day. Like, like I get, you know, I work eight to five, but I can't yeah, really do true. anything. I can't really do anything after four. And it takes me about an hour to load up the van. So, so you're it's in like nine, nine to three, nine to nine to three, nine to four is when I'm driving. I and the fucking hate traffic's him really of not that shit. bad. Wow, yeah, that's they, a breeze. Yeah, they gave me a van. It's got Bluetooth radio, so I just hook my phone to it, son listen to mother podcasts or whatever. Mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I asked, I was like, "So how you like the new job?" He tells me, "Was like, oh fuck you, fuck <laughs> you, God, like, I hate you. I don't talk to a damn soul except yeah. for these other these, I, these other humans. I deal. I." I I'm working in the warehouse basically, and I there's one dude doing the receiving and me doing the delivering, and and then whoever I deliver to, I deal with them for about two minutes, and then no humans the rest of the day. Like, fuck. maybe deli- I maybe deal with people like two hours a day, from time to time, or the I gas station. I haven't been doing that because you know. if I if I don't take a lunch, I just go home early. Awesome. <laughs> so, so I just I just been snacking in the van and then you go home at four. Fucking sucks. Okay. Well, did you nuts. try to go for that job? I didn't know about. It. Oh. I, I, I do. I mean, because when he was working with with me, we get the we all get the same damn emails. But I look at it, I was like, eh. And then he Not completely forgot about it, and they called him up, and, and I was, was actually it was three months later. Yeah. Like, so he that was like the first or second person that uh, he told <clears> once he got that job, and I was like. I well, I, I told you the day I found yeah. out because I, I, they called me uh, towards the end of the day. <laughs> it was it was four fifty four on a Friday, and it was the night you were having the Christmas party. Yeah. So I literally found out like five minutes to close, and then went home, changed, went to your house, and was like, "Guess what?" <laughs> but I, I mean, I get I get the same emails, and one I, I probably just glanced over and stuff like that. But no, well, it was a different department, it so it wasn't an email. Yeah. I just I just oh, where did found, you go online? I just found it on the site, but I for like you said, I forgot I even applied for it. Yeah, because the, the there's a website for for inner office, you know, transactions mm-hmm. versus open to the public yeah, type of extra. stuff, and. Every blue moon, I jump on there to see if there's anything that might potentially spark my interest. Type of a deal. I mean, there, there's, there's pros and cons with every goddamn job. I, I hate the drive, especially now that Utah County going southbound on I-15 is just getting crazy, 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 mm-hmm. crazy, and and then some other things. But I won't, I won't talk about that on on the recording. Um, but. I'm not going back into retail, so I, I I do what I do, and I go to work, I do my job, I go home. Mm-hmm. And so, which is one of the reasons I love my current job. I get to do tech support for basically security surveillance systems. I get to do some troubleshooting. I get to do some networking. I get to do some installation. I get a little bit of everything. I'm 
every day is kind of random. And like I said, I kind of thrive in chaos and I enjoy that one day might be me just arguing with a batch file, trying to get something to work. <laughs> the next day might be on, be on top of a ladder, drilling into some concrete to install a camera. The day after that, I might be crawling through some attic. You know what I mean? It, no. They're not all terrible days, but it, I do love the random. Yeah. So, there's yeah, there's enough variety to keep it mm-hmm. each day interesting. I do. No. I really yeah. enjoy it. Like I basically deal with... For lack of a better term, we'll say surveillance slash cybersecurity slash computer tech. Well, it's funny when he got this job, I was telling him, I was like, dude, because he's been so used to the to the retail hours and working the holidays and this and that. And no. it's like, dude, uh-huh. now that you got this job and you're going eight to five and you have the weekends off, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. <laughs> and it's like, it. it's so fucking amazing. And so when he, that first weekend, he's like, I'm not sure what I'm doing having a full weekend off. <laughs> I just remember that because <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't used to that stuff and and he's well, been doing. Well, I this. was the same way when I started working with you because I was at Jiffy Lube before that and we always had Sunday yeah. off. But I I was a supervisor, so I always had to work on Saturday. Yeah. And it's like I never had a weekendy thing. It's like I'd have Sunday and like Wednesday off. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah having he, weekends is so nice. But he's he's thoroughly enjoyed it ever since, and then not having to do the whole. Sorry, JD, I don't mean to rub this shit into you, brother, because I know you're still in that goddamn retail world. <laughs> but not having to do the Black Fridays, and then you know the crazy holiday hours, and and mm-hmm. then the return season, and why didn't you get this and blah blah blah. It just so it's nice getting out of that crap. Someday, hopefully, you can get out of that crap and go into that same kind of that that great. Monday through Friday, eight to five banker hour type job. So you're up. Yeah. So like I said, retail assistant manager of a large retail location. Nothing glamorous about that. No. It's been great to. (laughs) The only thing with, with, with the retail that I miss is like when we were working the for, discounts is a discount because when I worked for Suncoast when when Best Buy bought them out we our discount with those guys was cost plus five percent yeah so that was a pretty nice yeah. pretty nice discount and and then when I was working for GameStop at that time frame they they played us pay, played us that's an accurate statement too but they <laughs> paid us store managers actually pretty pretty well and then at that time frame I was making some decent money and that's the only thing about that aspect of it that I missed was, was my salary from there, the discount on that aspect. And then, and then hanging out doing inventory with, with a couple of guys, certain, certain locations eh, I could care less about, but you know, when we got the inventory team together with me and Justin and Bob and, and stuff like that. And, and Patrick, we, we'd have a good time. But other than that shit, I, I, I don't miss the retail aspect at all. Yeah. See, and I don't even get the discount aspect of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. That that's monkey balls. Wow, yeah, yeah that's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. way big massive monkey yeah. balls. But uh so that's that that actually wraps up this this recording here. Um we've got a couple more coming down the down the line, but uh um I know that uh, we had fun. Oh, but before we end this one, me and me and JD, you know, we're the, we're the sports guys in our in our group here. Tampa Bay, goodbye. No Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl this year. Fuck yeah! Oh, really? oh. So, no Green Bay Crappers got knocked out yesterday. Tom Brady got knocked out tonight. Fuck yeah. Don't care who wins the Super Bowl now. <laughs> so, but, I just want to see the Chiefs go down. Yeah, that's, I do too. That's, that's my other one. That's I, my I, would lo- I'd, I would love to see that the Buffalo-Cincinnati yeah. thing to see who's going. Because, yeah. you know, two weeks ago, or last week when uh, Cincinnati won their game, fucking 31 years before, before they won a fucking playoff game. 
in their game yesterday is their first road playoff game they've ever had in franchise history. Hmm. So, so yeah, it's kind of kind of nice. But at least no Aaron Rodgers, no Tom Brady. I'm a happy camper. So. <laughs> but on that note, we're going to end this thing. Uh, until next time, this is Dustin. We'll talk at you later. See you guys. Bye.